Hello, can I get a redo podcast fam? Hey, you know that phrase, whistle while you work? It comes from a song written by Frank Churchill, who wrote the song for the movie Snow White and the Seven Doors. It holds the implication that when you're working, you should be a cheerful worker even if your work is not exactly enjoyable. You should be positive. You should have a good attitude. You should work well with others. So just whistle while you work means to be a happy worker, to make the most of something that you have to do. This phrase, whistle while you work, has me intrigued. I've been thinking over the process of waiting and how we should be not just whistling while we work, but we should also be whistling while we wait. We should be making the most of how we wait. Today, I want to talk about the moral of waiting. When we're waiting, it should not be an idle time in our lives. We should still be actively moving, working, growing. We should not be at a standstill just because we're waiting on some kind of process or situation or some kind of outcome. To get into this topic of how we need to begin to whistle while we wait, I wanna first start by breaking down waiting into two pieces. Those two pieces would be short-term waiting processes and long-term waiting processes. Regardless of how long we're waiting, we should always be asking ourselves, what can I do while I'm waiting? We cannot control everything that is included in our waiting process. We can't control other people. We can't control time. But there are some aspects of waiting that we can control. So be reflecting on what you can do while you're waiting instead of allowing a waiting process to discourage you and get you in a, a a pigeonhole. Don't let it get your goat. Don't let it cause you to go stalemate and stop moving on with life. Or at least the parts of it that you can. 
A few examples of short-term waiting can include waiting for a doctor's or a dentist appointment. A lot of times those are lengthy processes and we're in a waiting room waiting room um we're in a room waiting for a doctor i am not a fan of going to the doctor because of all the waiting you wait in the waiting room you get moved to a room just so you can wait some more i'm also not a fan of waiting in traffic some people have more patience than others And I really admire you if you are a person who completely always keeps your cool, no matter what, you're sitting in bumper to bumper traffic and you're just jamming out or you're using that time to listen to an audiobook or a podcast and you could care less that cars aren't moving. I don't relate to that. I I want to get where I'm going. I don't like wasting time. And I don't enjoy traffic. I would talk about stupid drivers. But that is not what this podcast is about. But please don't be a stupid driver. Back to the topic. I said doctor's appointments, dentist appointments. Sometimes we're waiting in line to get food. Sometimes we're in a restaurant waiting at a table to get our food to be served. Sometimes we're waiting in a checkout line. Sometimes we have to wait to get our driver's license updated. All right, just a few examples of things that don't take weeks, months, years, typically. Here are some ideas of things that you can do while you are waiting in the short term. Remember, we're thinking of these things as how we can whistle while we wait. I looked at a website, lifehack.org, and it shared a couple things. And then I'm also adding my own two cents here. So let's just start with mobile learning. If we're waiting for our car to be serviced or in a doctor's office, how can we be learning? Can you use your laptop, your phone, or an iPad to to learn in some way? I know there's got to be tons of apps that we can learn through or better yet, read a stinking book. If you don't like to read, can you listen to a book while you're waiting? I think it is so cool when I see someone take a book. Or, this is rare, but like a sketch pad because they like to draw. How can you be learning so that you're whistling while you wait? Another idea could be practicing our people skills. If we're waiting in a waiting room or a checkout line, we're usually waiting with other people. Checkout lines sometimes mean that you're smashed up, wedged between other people, oftentimes closer than you like to be. Practice introducing yourself. 
or practice the art of small talk so that small talk begins to be less intimidating and just more natural and not such a chore. You could also brainstorm ideas, creative things. I love using the notes app on my phone. I can't tell you how many years and ideas have gone to the wayside because I didn't record them. I believe that I am an idea person. I like creativity. I have lots of random, what I would say, thoughts of wisdom and just creative ideas. And I like to store them because sometimes I just need a quick way to record an idea so I don't lose it and I can go back to it. I just think that's a really neat thing to do if you are a creative person. Start you a list. And continuing with the idea of lists, you can also use short-term waiting to make a grocery list, make a to-do list, check off your grocery list, check off your to-do list. Lastly, Can you please use your short-term waiting processes in life to catch up on work, catch up on news, return phone calls, emails, text messages? I use moments like this when I'm waiting, doctor's appointment, whatever it may be, something small like that. To log in to my account of whatever sort and, and pay bill or schedule a payment, something like that. It's a great opportunity. It forces me to do something I don't like to just devote a lot of time to or think too much about. I just want to force myself in those little waiting moments like, oh, you have no excuse. Take care of this. Let's switch gears to processes in life that cause us to wait a little bit longer than we want. Weeks, months, years. A big one, a big standout waiting process that kind of takes a while is love. If you're waiting to start a relationship, once you start that relationship, then you're waiting on the next step engagement then you're waiting on your wedding then you're waiting on buying a house then you're waiting on kids like love includes a lot of waiting if you're someone who's waiting on love improve yourself inside and out perhaps start with the inside your mind heart soul and then work outside Start working out. My name's Jamie, so I could become Jamie 2.0. Begin to look your best, to act, feel, and think your best. Do what you can to improve yourself inside and out while you're waiting on Mr. or Mrs. Wright. 
How about you use longer periods of waiting to declutter your living space? Hey, if you're looking for love and your house is a mess, fix that while you're waiting on love. Minimize, get rid of things, organize things, clean things. And you can do this in bits and pieces. Start with a closet, a room, a drawer. Just get your living space beautified and situated so that you feel better, you're 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 more ready to receive love or to start working on other goals. I think this is this is something that goes perfectly with periods of waiting. I mean, because otherwise if we don't have free time, I mean, taking care of our living space can can and is oftentimes neglected because we're just we're busy people and the world wants us busy. We just feel like we constantly have to be doing stuff. So try to whistle while you're waiting a little bit longer than you'd like by decluttering. Next, maybe while you're waiting for a longer period, tackle finances, create a budget. If, if you're wanting to get out of debt or improve your finances, what can you be doing within your finances to help push things along? Another thing we should be doing to whistle while we wait in the long term is work on our goals, work on our hobbies and life skills. Maybe you need to acquire some skills or hobbies, try new things, get better at your hobbies, recommit to your hobbies, whatever it is. Be working on your goals and doing things that you enjoy to help distract you from the fact that you're waiting. My last idea for what we can do to whistle while we wait, wait out those longer processes in life, involves faith and I must start by saying that all are welcome into the Can I Get a Redo podcast fam. I am not here to judge you. I certainly do not expect that you like everything that I say or want to do it. Maybe you don't even care. I hope you do. Maybe you don't want to do all of what I say. Maybe you want to do some. Maybe you want to tweak it to work for you. Or as you listen to this podcast channel, you get your own ideas. I would love if these podcast episodes about learning from our mistakes or our wrongdoings, our wrong approaches that you 
trigger your, your own creative juices and start thinking of ways that you can learn from mistakes and keep progressing and being the best version of yourself. But from time to time, you might hear me mention faith. I, I do hold faith. I am a spiritual person and it's okay if you're not. You can still listen to this podcast. We can still be friends. If you are a person of faith, and you read the Bible, can you read it more while you're waiting? Can you get to know more of the Bible, better understand it? Can you be more involved in worship? Can you find ways to be more generous? A lot of times when we're going through waiting processes and we're not enjoying them, we can get caught up in how much they stink. But if we look outward and start helping someone else who may also be waiting, we might just forget about the fact that we're waiting altogether. Or at least we'll get through our waiting process with more ease because we are seeking to sow good seeds in other people, places, things. And in return, it it helps our situation. It'll speed up time. And it'll just cause good things to come our way if we can look outward when we're waiting. If you are not a f- person of faith yet... Maybe you can be exploring faith. Start to learn information about different churches and different beliefs. And if you've never read the Bible, begin to study it, begin to explore it. So, yeah, I mean, we can either realize what faith is to us or we can grow deeper in our faith while we're waiting to wrap up remember before we close that the moral of waiting is that it is an active process we have a portion we have a responsibility we have things that we can be doing while we're waiting so that we can become people that whistle while we wait and our whistling can become contagious and it might cause other people to question why we're whistling while we're waiting and then maybe that whistling grows maybe they catch that approach to waiting And waiting becomes something that we see as extremely beneficial. Think about 
how things could be different if you had not waited. Sometimes when we're waiting, we realize that we do or we don't need to do things. Sometimes we realize that we're not really waiting. Also, I'm guilty of this, but we can be a little too proactive when we're waiting. I'm a take action person. I don't like waiting on other people, systems, processes. I see a need. I see a job that needs to get done. I want to do it. And I'm a go-getter. And I, I just don't, I don't need to be told to do things. I like to stay on top of things. But that can bite me in the butt. And you too. Because if we're too eager, if we're whistling a little too loudly, too aggressively, then that whistle's unpleasant and we can mess things up. Because if we are overly proactive and we jump the gun and we've missed out on information, facts, details, instructions, then, then our end result may not be what we want it to. Like maybe we mess it up because we didn't wait. Thus, sometimes we have to wait just like we have to work and just like we can whistle while we work to make the most of it, we can and should whistle while we wait. Thank you, as always, so much for being a Can I Get a Redo podcast listener. I hope that you enjoyed today's message. I wish you peace and good health. Take good care. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.